Hello and welcome to Incredible Conversations with me, your host, Isabel Wellman. I'm so honored to have all of you lovely listeners tuning in today. And I'm excited to have this podcast, to have this space to share. Today, I will be sharing life since September 2021. So, if you're on board to hear about our travels that went over from Colorado, Utah, Nevada, to the puppies, or Zena and Elmer having puppies in Washington, getting a new camper for the back of the truck. If you're interested in hearing about my health journey, the different coaching platforms that I've become a part of and that I've stepped into. If you are interested in insight, wisdom, some motivation, and at the end of it all, some astrology 101, then this episode is for you. And I am more than eager and ready to share everything that's been going on since September 2021 with a full and open heart. It is long overdue, and I can't wait to share it with you. Welcome, lovely humans. Happy Thursday. If you hear little boy Ike in the background scratching and barking and being a little puppy, well, that's where we are. I left my Real Deal microphone in Michigan back in September don't know why I did that. So we're doing this old old school. So thank you for bearing it. And to mention, if you are someone who has donated to Ike's GoFundMe, thank you so much. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you will be informed as we get to that point in this story. However, if you do know, if you're aware of any kind, long story short, we had a batch of puppies on Thanksgiving. One of them got injured about three weeks back, and it's been a little tough to keep up with medical bills, as well as trying to set him up for success to go to a new home, in which we are still looking for a new home for him. However, if you feel like you would like to donate to help with his bills for us and whoever his future family becomes, please, please, please go to www.isabelwellman.com and there is a, his very own page is on there and it tells his story and everything that's going on and that would be, you know, more than appreciated. So thank you so much. I'm just going to put that one out there right now, but he is so happy, so healthy. He is doing better. We go to the vet again tomorrow for an update and we'll know more, but right now he's just nubbing around and having a good time and that's more than myself, my partner, his mom and dad, Zena and Elmer, could ever be thankful for. So, Thank you. And now, let's go back in time. Let's go back in time. But before we go back in time, I invite you to find a cozy seat if you're able. 
if you're driving, please just be mindful, be aware, put a little bit more focus on what is going on within your body and on the road. But if you can, please find a comfortable seat and take a moment for yourself. If the eyes being closed feels good for you, please allow that to happen. And as you connect with your breath, begin to bring focus to your inhale in through the nose, down past the throat, past the lungs, into the belly as it fills up like a big balloon. Pause once you're full of oxygen. Pause, 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 and then let that breath out, nose or mouth, however feels best for you. Let's go through that two more times. So inhale through the nose. Fill the body up. Fill the body up. Fill up all of your cells with this juicy, juicy oxygen. Pause at the top. And exhale that breath out of the body. Go through that one more time at your own pace as I continue to speak and feel how good it is to be in your body, to be who you are, to exist in the here, in the now, with your life, your experiences, and feel that as you inhale, feel your life force, Feel that energy that you possess and hold it for just a moment. Witness it, observe it, relish in it, and then exhale and let out anything less than that powerful and potent energy that you possess. And continue to sit here for however long you feel comfortable or called to. If you're driving, thank you for just tuning in with yourself quickly. Sometimes that's all we need is just a little attunement, a little tapping in. Another very quick and fun way to come back into your physical body if you ever feel lost in the clouds or brain foggy or anxious is to stand up and you're going to start at the feet and you press your big toe, the pinky toe and the corners of the heels down into the ground as you lift up through the arch of the feet up into the calf and you press as you pull up at the same time next you push the calf muscle or the lower leg muscle in towards the shin you have a slight bend in the knee as you continue to travel up and now you engage your quads or the front large leg muscles the thigh area you want to try to just lift your knees up that's another great cue to help activate your quads or your thighs and now try to expand the back of your thighs the hamstrings like an accordion going to the left and to the right 
Like it's a big horizon or a big smile is being pulled apart. And then we come up towards the hips. And I want you to clench the booty. Yes. You're going to tuck the tailbone down slightly so that your hips are neutral. As you draw the sides of the hips in towards the midline, it might feel like you're holding a ball right in your pelvis area. From here, we draw the navel up towards the chest. We lengthen the sides of the body evenly. If your ribs have protruded outwards, please draw them down, draw the chest down slightly as you continue to expand or widen the back by drawing the collarbones apart and allowing the shoulders to relax down the back. Feel your back expand in this space. From here, I want you to reach up through the crown of the head and tilt the chin down about two inches to lengthen the back of the neck. This is how we stack the body to feel alignment, to have our skeletal structure doing its job instead of forcing our muscles to contort to all of the weird human positions that we stand in, we sit in, we lay in, that are so out of alignment and uneven, it drives me nuts because that's all I do when I go out is I observe people's bodies with love, never with judgment. And this alignment can seriously bring us back to this knowing that there is peace, that there is no chaos that can actually come in and destroy our power or take away our power. And then we go from the head down. So we have this crown reaching up towards the the ceiling or the sky. We have a long neck. We're tilting the chin downwards. We're allowing the shoulders to relax away from the ears as the collarbones spread across our body towards the walls beside us. We allow those front ribs to come down as we draw the tailbone down, keeping the sides of our torso lengthened evenly. We keep a little clench in the bum, not too tight, but where we are activating the gluteus max and minimus. We engage the quads by lifting the kneecaps, keeping a slight bend in the knees, broadening the back of the thigh. We engage the calf, pushing it forward into the shin bone. And we stand firm in the four corners of our feet, pressing down just as we receive energy back up. And now we are connected with the earth in this line of energy where we are an open channel from the head all the way down to the feet. And allow yourself to focus on the feet. Allow that energy to start bubbling up inside you, whatever energy you need today. Allow it to start to fill you up. I know I said I was going to be quick with that one, but I got lost in the practice because that's my favorite grounding practice ever. So if you ever need one, 
You're welcome. And please share it with all of your friends who tend to be on the anxious side, the busy side, on the reactive side, or maybe you just want to share some juicy gems with them. All is fine and well when you do that. And so now that we feel in our bodies, we're back in this place, we're going to go on our journey. And the journey is going to go back to last September. So in Isabel's world, what was happening last September? Wow, a lot. So that summer was unpredictable and not what I wanted it to be or expected it to be. It was quite the opposite. I was trying to learn how to reintegrate myself back into society after living in Alaska, kind of by myself for the most part. Obviously, I lived with my partner and our dogs. However, it was a whole lot of alone time. I mean, 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Isabel was so low dolo in that little... 400 square foot cabin which I adored and loved and I was outside a lot and it was so progressive for me and I needed it but wow coming out of that was a trip people so so it was um also a trip because you know Danny was gone a lot of the summer he we drove back to Michigan in June left Alaska and I settled back at my dad's house for the summer just until Danny was done with his remote work and job. However, he was gone for three weeks at a time, one week home, and he would do his best to get back to Michigan, you know, kind of sacrificing two off days just to make that flight possible. And we made the most out of it. We would have a ball when he'd get home. We'd be in Marquette, Michigan, hanging out under the sun, hanging out with friends, enjoying his time off. But for me during that time, all I wanted to do was keep growing, keep expanding. And it was extremely difficult for me to understand what that meant or felt like or looked like. And so what really set me apart from this anxiety was coming into this practice, this meditation practice, and it's called Anapana, and it's where you focus on the little space below the nose and above the top lip, and you sit for one hour in a comfy position, cross leg, erect spine, and you focus on that one spot. And so I did that for about a week, and then it transitioned into Vipassana meditation, which is where you do a complete body scan. And you're sitting in the same position. Maybe you lay down with your knees bent. However, you start from the head, and you go over every little spot on the body from head to toe. You're going into your ear holes, into the crevices of the wrinkles by your eyes, all the way down around the neck. And it is so immersive and it takes you out of your stresses and your thoughts and it gives you clarity my reaction time went from like quick to none 
over that period. And it was so comforting to finally feel like I had control over my thoughts and what was happening in my crazy Libra head. (laughs) And so for someone who's a double fire air sign for their big three, that's a big deal because I can be a little impulsive or I can react a little quicker or I have more intense emotions than some are comfortable sharing. And so it, it was really learning how to live with that in a healthy way. Phenomenal. I recommend 10 out of 10. So that is what got me through the summer. And during that time, I also was able to pack up the truck, get everything ready, celebrate a friend's wedding, and then head out to Colorado. And this was during Mercury retrograde. So this is all what happened in September. Left Michigan again, went back to Colorado. I was so consumed by how am I going to make money? How am I going to survive out here? Where am I going to stay? All of these dooming thoughts. I was like, well, I can camp it out, but it's going to be cold in Colorado, which it was. (laughs) So I just failed at communicating during this time. I really jeopardized a couple of my very best friendships because of being so afraid of losing them. So it's not like I did anything horrendous. I just lacked communication. And, you know, it bit me in the butt because it was something I was so hyper aware of and trying not to do that I did it anyways and with the people that I love the most. So that's always real fun to undergo, is that transformation in your friendships. And then I became super ill, so ill, like could hardly stay awake, could hardly move, was no energy. And no, I did not get COVID tested at the time. I was not in a space where I felt comfortable doing that. And I just tried my best to work with what I had at the time. And it got so bad that one night (laughs) I checked into this hotel and Elmer, oh my gosh, I worked a full day. I'm sick as a dog. And then Elmer jumps onto the hotel bed and pisses all over it. And I lose my mind. I lost it. I I was out of control. I'm laughing right now because I can just go back to that moment. (laughs) I really thought that I was going to die in that moment. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just so inevitably exhausted and had to keep pushing through. And that is what this time felt like. Like I was just pushing through everything. And I had no help whatsoever. I was so tired of doing everything alone and by myself. And that's when Danny finally was like, yeah, this is getting out of control. And I'm coming home. So my job is done. We're good to go. Don't worry. Like, I'll come take care of you tomorrow. And so his job ended during that time. And... He came to Colorado, 
we hung out for a week. I recovered, rested. We got everything set for the truck. And we made our way. And before I move away from September, the puppies also got it on in September. I don't know if I said that already or not. But, yeah. That's when they conceived, I believe is the term. They're little baby puppy doggies. Fun fact about dog sex. Um, one, they start out in doggy style. And then the boy dog gets tired. And he can't, you know, pull out because the female dog latches on to the penis. Very interesting. But then he'll flip his leg over, and then it looks like they're butt to butt. But really, he's still in in there. And then, depending on how many times your dogs hook up during this heat cycle, will determine how many puppies you have. So I actually witnessed the dogs hook up twice. Very, very fascinating and odd thing to witness in your life. However, a woman told me that if they hook up once, you'll get three to four puppies. Hook up twice, you'll get four to eight puppies. Hook up three times, you'll get about eight to 12 puppies. So I think that they did hook up that third time because we had seven, a surprising seven. Anyhow, moving on to October. Fun facts about dog sex. Can't get enough of them. So in October, we started to travel. And we went from Colorado to Moab. Spent some time in there. Then we went all the way down to Arizona to Lake Powell. We really wanted to get some sun. We left there. We trudged our way over to, I think we went to Sedona next. That was magical. That was my favorite place. I love Sedona so much. And then we went over to Nevada. We went to Las Vegas. We climbed, hung out with some friends there. Then we went to Reno. That's when Danny was interviewing for his new job. That's when we learned about him getting his job. And then... We had a couple weeks, and so we went to our new favorite place, Bishop, California. Very beautiful, close to Mammoth Lake, so close to skiing, close, like, you can climb in the winter, you can camp year-round on the BLM land, and it was just very, very nourishing for us at that time. And then in November, we bought our camper, so we took the topper off, November 1st, slap. We put the camper on the truck, and we had our home. And so we finally felt like, yes, we upgraded. We have something to, like, settle into. This is going to be great. And during this time, I also was – let me back up. So we got the camper because we did not want to be alone again. So we were struggling all of October about what to do for these puppies. Do we rent a spot in Reno where Danny's always going to be away and I stay back and be with the dogs? And I was against it because I was like, I'm going to be fucking depressed and I'm going to be so sad again. And I don't want to be alone in a city and doing this alone isn't going to be fun. And I really want to do this together and I really believe we can. And so I was very into that. I had to do a little 
um, let's see, like guiding to get Danny on board all the way because he wanted what's best for the puppies too, as I did. However, I did not want to be alone. And so we did the thing and we got a camper and slapped that on Big Blue. And this is also when I finally fully accepted that I'm a natural born coach. Like this is what I'm going to do. Like the title really doesn't matter. I'm a mentor. I'm a trainer. It's all under the same umbrella. But it really took me a minute to understand how to make this my own and how to allow this to be embodied by me. So I just had to start going for it. And I created my very first six-week program. And so we were in a couple different spots during this step of my life. So this was really around, gosh, it was the last solar eclipse of the year in November, I believe. And we were in Driggs, Idaho. And then we were sent to Washington after that. And in Driggs, the craziest synchronicity had happened. I had met this border collie at a park the first morning that Danny went to work there. And I was like, I'm going to go over to the Wyoming border and go to this park because I can. And I'll see the Tetons and I'll drink my not coffee drink and it'll be great. And so it was a really peaceful morning and I'm in the camper. I'm getting some things done. I'm writing in one of my very first articles because I had just um, like I needed to make a little bit more money, like any kind of income. So I started writing articles off of this website called Upworks. And so I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, and the dogs start losing their tits. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you barking so much? Let me see. Not very worried about it, but I see this cute little border collie outside the truck. So we go up there, we play. I'm like, all right, where's your owner? It's been two hours. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. And on my way to this park, I was in such a good mood. And I'm looking at all these beautiful homes. And there's one home that stood out in particular. And I was like, wow, I can't wait to one day live in a home that looks just like that. This feels so good to think about. I was manifesting all my my good powers. And lo and behold, I go to drop off this dog, and she lives at that same house. Amazing. And so I'm just kind of losing my mind, but I text the owner. I call the the owner, and then I text, and I give them my full name, something I never do. And we chat a little bit left and right, but then she finds me on Facebook and she drops me her course. Well, I didn't know, but this fabulous woman named Kate Stillman came into my life and she dropped this basically a beginner business course into my inbox. And it blew my mind. Of course, you know, there was an option to like become a part of what she was doing and everything, but at the time... It just, I wanted to do something a little bit different. And so it was just amazing that I was, you know, I had declared coaching is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write articles on the side to help bring in some money, do some affiliate marketing, do what I need to do because I'm not going to be making much right off the bat, but that's okay. I know this and I'm just going to do my best, real positive. And then that happened like, okay, it's a sign that 
I'm on the right path. I'm on the right track. This is a yes. And it just felt really good. And so, anyways, we keep going. We're in Washington. I joined my first, like, women's circle group by one of my favorite people and mentors um, who's just, like, this free radical lady who has untethered the shackles of the don't like mundane society and false falsities that we live in and it just has been so impactful for my development letting go of all these masks and all of these ideas and all of these beliefs that really are just to domesticate us and keep us from our our liberation as humans on this earth whatever it is that we feel fit to do every day. We just get sucked into this soul-sucking cycle that keeps us sad, depressed. I won't go on that train right now, but you get the drill. Anyways, so in Washington, we prepped for the puppies, or Zen and Elmer. I call them puppies still. I know they're not, but they are. They're my babies. And They had their puppies on the evening of Thanksgiving. And yes, Zena did play frisbee the same day. And yes, Zena did play frisbee the next day in the afternoon. She is a psychopath, but I love her so much. She, and I asked all these vets, I asked multiple vets, I did all the research, what's the best practices. I was so prepared for this, you have no idea. It was amazing. However... They're telling me, you know, she's a border collie. If she still wants to play and do this, let her. It's good for her. It'll be like she'll have the best birth ever. And she did. She had seven puppies, and she's a trooper. And she was a like killed as a mom, never abandoned them, was very protective of them. Elmer was not allowed to go into the camper very often, like right out the gate. We'd have to force Zena into her pen where her puppies were. So we could get Elmer inside. It was hilarious. But she was she stepped up in the best way. And during this time is when I really started to know that I had pretty low energy. And this is going to tie into my health journey story. However, as a backstory, if you don't know this, for like the past, since 2020 of uh, August, I've been losing a good amount of hair. It wasn't as extreme back in 2020, but come the beginning of 2021, I did start to notice more in the shower. And I'm stubborn, so I never changed my hair product before then, but I just believed that it was something else. And so my hair was just thinning here and there, but then September came and it was really coming out. Or it was like, okay, something is happening. And then November and December happened. And I had to, like, I couldn't put this off any longer. It was getting too extreme. And now, talking to you at the end of January, I've lost about 60% of the hair on my head. For reference, you used to be able to take my hair and, like, hardly hold it in one hand. Because of how thick it was. And how just like voluminous it was (laughs) blah 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 (laughs) but now 
I do have more of an awareness of why this is happening. But in November, that's when I really started to notice the low energy. And I'm thinking, oh, you know what? It's just because we've been traveling, we've been prepping, the dogs just had their puppies. I'm just going to be tired for a little while. And my whole regiment was off. Like, working out felt different. Running was different. Everything was different. And then we come to December. And, you know, I still have low energy. I'm still struggling. But we're both kind of struggling because we have seven newborn puppies in this camper. And this is what we took on. This is what we said we're going to set out and do to our best abilities. And we fucking did. We are troopers, and I love us so much for going through this together and not being apart. And really, during this time, life just looked like, all right, Danny's going to work these next two weeks. We'll stay in this hotel. We'll go in and out of the camper as much as possible. I was a part of my women's group, so I had that going on weekly, which was really fantastic during this time. And... This is when I launched my very first six-week coaching course, the Mind-Body Alignment Transformation for Women. And it was, and we're in the last week right now, and it is evolutionary, amazing to see the impact that it had on these five women, six women, and myself, and to be the one leading it, holding it, It felt so natural. I get off on this kind of stuff, y'all. I will be on those Zoom calls every Sunday. And we show up. And we have our agenda. We meditate. You know, we share what we need to share. We meditate. I talk a little bit about what we're about to dive into. Maybe some astrology if something's feeling wacky in the sky. And then we dive into the meat of the subject. And I brought in three speakers for this round and they loved how it stacked on top of each other i think next well actually i have a little inside scoop for y'all but i have a much bigger coaching container that i'm going to be coming forward with starting in march so if you are interested in being in a like-minded community of strong women who want to support each other, who want to simplify their lives while gaining more sleep, feeling more energy, optimizing their time, seeing the effect on the relationships outside of yourself, having a better relationship with the boss, the work, the partner, the kids, and seeing your life become rejuvenated and like you said yes again, that you said yes to living. And guess what? The only way that you truly get the full experience of this is when you are devoted to that yes. You can sign up for any course and it can be however long, But if you are not there to show up, prioritize, and commit, then guess what? You're going to complain that you didn't get your money's worth or that you didn't get what you wanted from the program. And you're going to put all the blame on someone else because you are not ready to be in a spot of growth. Like, that is your growth. And I guess I'm just saying this because I'm so ready for those women 
who are ready for the next step. I'm not here to babysit. I don't want to babysit. I want to be engaged with other like-minded women who are strong and fierce, who are remembering that, who are being reminded of their potential daily. And that is what the goal is, to help remind people that whatever it is that they want to do in life, whether it's to write the book, or to start the new job, or to start their own business, or to just have a more balanced schedule with the kids and the hubby or with the partner. It's possible and it's doable. And I've taken the past three years to figure out how to do this. And that's why I can guide and show people how to do this. So that was the really huge, beautiful discovery of starting that six-week course. And this all started on Venus retrograde. Like we kicked it off on Venus retrograde people. So I do want to dive in quickly as to what this means. Okay, so this cycle, this planet of Venus, our planet of love, money, beauty, art, rules, the lovely Taurus. It was in Capricorn, December 19th. And it's coming to an end on the 29th this month, so in two days. But this involved the inner feminine. Money matters. What you innately value. You know, she's the goddess of love, art, beauty, like I just said. And in the birth chart, it illuminates what we are attracted to in relationship. And it can give clues to our innate priorities and our desires. So through the six-week course, it was perfect for all of this astrological alignment because the first week was intro. We're going to set up our values. So what are the values that we hold near and dear to our hearts? And we applied it as well as going through like physical movements that I have programmed through the app I use. And they did that for the week. And then the next Sunday, we stepped into aligned pleasure with Aaliyah, or the pleasure pollinator on Instagram. And they got to, we all got to learn what it felt like to say yes to what makes us feel good and to go towards that. And that our lives are meant to operate out of pleasure. If we do not feel pleasure, we are not going to see the success that we want. We have to make the experience what we want. And the people who feel the same are going to come to us. It's not about us trying to mold it and fit it to everyone else. But it's about us being in alignment with us. And it just attracts people naturally. It's really beautiful. And then they got to work with that for a week. Ironically, a couple people got sick. And so they're like, oh my god, I really want to do these workouts. I feel like a failure. But that's not going to put me in my aligned pleasure. I'm going to do this instead. I'm going to rest. I'm going to drink that soup, eat that soup. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to make sure I take care of myself now so I can show up then. And it was so awesome to see that transformation. Then the next week, we stepped into alignment with our nutrition, with the mind-gut connection. And we walked through this with CVC Wellness, or Christian Van Camp. 
and it was phenomenal. We talked about what foods we should eat, what women specifically need, what to like how a plate should look daily for all of your meals, intermittent fasting, what kind of supplements or what kind of products to look for and what to avoid. And this being stacked on top of the past two weeks, I was like, all right, I can follow my values. Anytime I, I need to make a decision, I go back to them. And then I have my aligned pleasure and they stack on top of my values. So my values come first and then I follow the pleasure to what is the next step. And then I can fuel my body intuitively. I'm going to start tuning in with what feels good, what I need. What's going to help me move through this day without being sluggish and to optimize my relationship with my body. Like, fuck calories. They literally are, don't mean anything. There's some other podcasts I could uh, refer you to to explain that because I'm not doing that here. However, that was just like, oh, sweet cherry. Because then the next week we had my friend Alex Amick, who is the herbal or urban dictionary, like herb, herb in dictionary. And she gave us the lowdown on all things herbs. She does consulting um, appointments for her clients, but she has really helped me get on some supplements that will help me for like my health journey now. And so we are just going through all of these weeks, finding our values, finding our pleasure, filling our bodies with food that actually feel good or water. So we're not just eating out of our emotional body and we're honoring our temple. So we can also honor our mind, which is the treasure. And then the herbs to help support us, really cleanse us from the inside out. Make sure that we are hitting those optimal marks each and every day. Because we are not getting the nutrients we need through our soil. Through the foods that are at the grocery store. Like, they are, oh god, they've been squeezed and sucked dry because of the chemicals and the toxins that are all over our crops. That get into the dirt. That then just hang out there all the time and it's so so scary so the next following week we talked about astrology and how to align with your elements see what one you're missing so that you can learn how to balance yourself out give yourself the tools and the practical homework so that you can become more alive and more comfortable in your body so that you can trust yourself and your decisions without needing someone else to tell you what is right and wrong Oh my God, just so much freaking beauty. And we had a reflection the last week, went over everything anyone had questions about. And we went over this Venus retrograde business because it was literally like, all right, where in your life are you not in alignment with your values? Where can we bring in more love? Where can we find ourselves in this right path with money so that we have a healthy relationship with it? Beauty, what does that look like? Like, what do I want my day to feel like? Do I want to spend the first hour scrolling online, sucking my mental juice out and being anxious? Or do I want to wake up and read a chapter in my book, do some EFT tapping, do a little visualization meditation, 
then get into a little yoga flow or like stretch my body in my bed? Or can I do 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups right out the get-go? Can I give myself some tasks to wake up my mental, emotional, and physical body before the day begins so that I can honor myself, give myself a ritual, give myself the time of day so that I can show up fully for everyone else in my world who depends on me or relies on me or asks of things of me. And with this whole Venus retrograde, like if you know astrology, if you know how to do this, you can go to astro.com, get your birth chart up, and then find where 11 to 26 degrees of Capricorn appears in your chart. And when we do this, we can witness like, all right, like how have I been feeling a call to my ancestors? Like how do I want to connect with them? How do I reflect find the remedy, reconcile everything that's been happening? And where do I feel unsatisfied? Where can I have more love for this? Like, am I going to be foolish and allow these things to deplete me? Or can I step up and be in charge of what's going on and what I want to happen and make the little shifts in my life so that I can fall back in love with myself, that I can fall back in love with the world around me. And so this really like what I'm trying to say is like it amplified wherever 11 to 26 degrees of Capricorn in your chart is, it amplifies this Venus retrograde because that is where Venus was and is right now. Like for me personally, this looked like being in my house of communication so, it was in the house of Capricorn for me, in the, in the sign of Capricorn in the third house. So, this revolved around how I communicate, how I use technology to my advantage, how I can welcome in more knowledge that's deeper, not so surface. Like, what can I go back and relearn right now to have more fluidity in my life? How can I be more successful through these tactics? How can I bring in more peace? How can I ask for help? How can I see two sides of the coin without being so one-sided? Like, can I be open to both without being so closed off? And it was amazing because this was the time where I went back. I started the coaching program. I challenged myself. This is not going to feel comfortable. When you step up and out of your normalities, what you're used to doing, your behavioral and um, like repeated cognitive loops, you will grow and you will see that there's a different way of operating and it's for your highest good. So, oh, like such a beautiful, beautiful time. And if you're listening to this within Venus retrograde still, you can still go through this and see what your values are around love, money, beauty, art. And here are some other supportive suggestions that you can undergo. So you can honor your ancestry, go back, pay respects, do some research about the traditions, see what kind of plants or animals they used, where they lived, like what kind of lifestyle. How can you bring that into your own day-to-day? 
reassess priorities, and be honest about your values. So there's no being shameful here. We do not need to be shaming ourselves for wanting to change. That's called evolution. We must make these tiny shifts so that as humans, we can grow, become better, get closer to where we want to be, appreciate the moments in between, and love our lives. Let's go back and reevaluate finances, money matters, access to resources. Do you have any kind of, you know, assets? Is there anything that needs to be cleaned up? Do you have your finances in a nice Excel sheet or in a notebook where you keep tally of it all? Do you know how many, like, what kind of bank accounts you need and how many you need? Do you have a business? Are things just kind of, go with the flow I don't really look at my bank account or are you having to transfer that money from savings to checkings to buy your groceries like let's get a hold of this now people and then we reflect on our self-esteem and we honor our sense of self-worth how can we do this well where are you unhappy with yourself what about yourself are you not in love with is it how you treat people? Is it how you talk to yourself? Is it how you compare yourself? Is it how you never give yourself a break or give yourself the time of day to get your massage in once a month, twice a month? Like what do you neglect because you say it costs too much and isn't like you're not worthy of it really is what I'm trying to get at. So like please honor yourself, tell yourself you're worthy and get the damn massage please. You need it and I need it. We all need it. We take care of ourselves means that we can take care of the earth. It is so simple. Let's reconsider what learned, like what we've learned from former relationships. Friendships, love, family, work. Let's go through it all. Is there any kind of hiccup in our relationships now? And what do we need to go back and address within ourselves? Because it's never truly about anyone else other than us that we need to, uh, you know, work on. It's like when you point your finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back at you. That was my favorite thing as a kid to say that to people. I was such a wiener, but I loved myself for being a wiener like that. Just holding people accountable, even myself, and I would hate myself for it. It was, I was a cute kid. Anyways, moving forward, can we take a step back before beginning a new relationship? Like, instead of starting your relationships the same every time where you're just overload dopamine and an ecstasy in the honeymoon stage, can you get a grip and have your values confidently in place and then have them written down and written out so that you can see them, why they matter to you, like how you already embody them or how you could better embody them and then present them to that new person. And if that new, new person is all about it and wants to share with you as well, guess what? Bang, 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 we got a winner, baby. But if that person's like, whoa, I'm not ready for this, guess what? That's awesome because you took the time to be respectful to yourself, to write out that letter, 
to get your values down, why they matter, and all of those jazzes, and to present them honestly, starting the relationship out as honest as you possibly can get, and if they can meet you in that honest, vulnerable place, you have a match. You may pass go. You may collect $200. That is as easy as it gets. Because if that person isn't ready for you, they're going to back down. They're going to get freaked out. They're going to try to cause a chaotic ruckus. And you don't have to be, like, reactive. You just go, whoa, thanks. Like, I appreciate it. I don't want to waste either of our times. Like, I'm looking for this. This is my ideal man or woman or partner. And if you're not this, like, thank you for being honest. Because that's not where, you know, like, that's not, I'm not trying to waste more time. And it can be so liberating to do that as well. And to just be honest with yourself and see that all on paper in front of you. And then you read it back. You're like, holy shit, this is what I want. Nice. Very clarifying. That is how I called in Daniel into my life. And God bless my soul that year for getting my shit together. And being confident. And being like immersed in those feelings before it happened because I knew how beautiful it was which led me to being more confident so that I could approach him and lure him into my dungeon I'm just kidding but invite him into my space and it's been beautiful since never have grown with someone so much in my life and have never felt so much devotion towards someone in my whole life I'm a Leo Libra you know, that's hard for a Leo Libra to do. My past self definitely had that out of control. But now, that is how I know I have grown. And then last but not least, let's explore our inner world and take time for us. Let's consciously create create time and space in our schedule throughout any holiday, throughout any situation, throughout any event, so that we can relax, reflect, and move slower. This is not the hustle year. This is the healing year. Everyone, we are in 2022. And now I want to just finish off this whole entire recap with January being the year of healing. Like, we are not here to mess around. It is a very influential time to be connected to source or a higher source of faith. However, that feels best for you. If you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, if you're into Buddhism, whatever it is, please go and follow it and listen to your intuition we're right now we're realizing oh logic is really can come sometimes be masked with fear and it can be illogical but our intuition is never going to let us down and that leads me to me going to the Reno Health Institute and getting blood work done by natural path and realizing that i am severely anemic And that is why my hair is falling out. And that was why I was so friggin' tired since November, December, January. I should not be operating at the level I am. But because I am so crazy 
And I am my own psychopath. That's why I own border collies. It really makes sense. Like that, that, wow. Like my doctor was just like, holy, you should not be able to get out of bed. This should not be easy. Like you are this like 0.3 close to a blood transfusion. We need to get you fixed up. And so right now I'm on prescribed iron. I'm taking vitamin C, B-complex, chlorella. I got omegas out the B-hole, cisandra, clove. I got trace microminerals. I got D3. I got protein, pre and probiotics. Y'all, I got this on lock. I'm eating red meat at least, if not more, three times a week with a whole excuse me, bunch of dark leafy greens, broccoli, pumpkin seeds. What else? I got kiwis, got pistachios, some tart cherry juice. I am here for this upgrade in my body. I am not afraid of these symptoms. I'm not afraid of being anemic. I know that it's a period in my life and it's something that I have to go through and it's telling me to slow the F down. Isabel Wellman, stop trying to be crazy and do 9,000 things, travel and take care of dogs and never give yourself a break and work yourself to exhaustion and start all these new things. But I can't help it. I love it so much. I'm addicted to movement and growth and progression. And I can blame that on my sun and my moon both squaring Mercury, the planet of transformation. And as a little insight for you, this year, if it feels like life is nuts and crazy and you're noticing the inflammation of our economy and shit's kind of getting a whack at your end of the story, yeah, that is right. February 2022, February 22nd of 2022, can we acknowledge all of the twos in this year? Like this is... A year of healing, but if you add all those numbers up, like it comes out to a three year. So I invite you to go look up what does the numerology of three mean and what could be in your best interest. What does the numerology of two, 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 two mean? And just bring yourself some awareness. Because also, with this Pluto return, This is when, like, if we were looking at the United States chart from when it was, you know, founded as the USA on July 4th, 1776, there's a whole, you could talk to many astrologers and they will have different dates for what they consider the official first day of the the birthing of the USA. But over a 250-year, give-or-take time span, Pluto makes a return. And so every time Pluto comes back to its birthplace in a natal chart, for this, we're talking USA, this means ultimate death and rebirth. And this is when we can typically see like colonial transformation. So there were many wars or many different layers of societies or um what do i want to call it like communities being either abolished or created and you can go and do your own homework 
and look back and just see what this looks like for the USNA. So, like, what happened 250 years ago? What happened in the world 250 years ago is really what I should say. But just notice. You know, don't believe everything I say, but take it for a grain of salt. But this is the year we're really going to see some upliftment in our finances, in what we find structure in. The old ways are going to be destroyed to make room for the new ways, whatever that means. And you can take this with a grain of salt, and please do. But this is just me coming to you to really encourage you to learn about what is happening in your chart and to figure out where the planet of Pluto is for you. For me, personally, right now, Pluto, my man, (laughs) in my house, the third house, in Capricorn. So, same shit, different year that I'm dealing with. But we're going to be experiencing this until 2024. That's when she's going to go into Aquarius and keep going headstrong. So, if you're interested in a reading to go deeper into this, please reach out. Link in my bio on Instagram at Isabel Wellman or on my website www.isabelwellman.com. I also realized I did not touch on Ike's story. However, long story short, he broke his arm and he needs help. So if you feel it in your heart to help out our eight-week-old Border Collie who is still trying to find a home, please, please, please send some love. All right, babes, we're done. I'm out of here. That's my life story since uh, 2021 September, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. It'll be a little bit more motivational and coachy-coachy, so I love you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Incredible Conversations with your favorite astrologist that aligns the mind-body by balancing your mental, emotional, and physical health. If you have it in your heart, please check out isabelwellman.com for your astrology reading needs, couples readings, one-year coaching, which is going to be launching in March, as well as other specialized personal training inquiries. Also, we have a free woman's chat. If you are looking for a like-minded community, you can find that through the link in my Instagram bio. It is on Telegram. If you do not have Instagram, please email me at isabel at isabelwellman.com. Super easy to remember all these places to reach out. It's also all over the website if you forget. But if you are yearning to belong to a group, to a community, please, this is your invitation to join us, to figure out and to harness the shifts of living a simple and balanced life. Also, if you want to donate to Ike to help with medical bills, please check out the website. He has his own page. You can read about his story and your gratitude is always appreciated. So thank you so much. Have a great day and we'll talk to you next time.